Welcome to The Godfather Part 2 Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And we're going to be talking today about Minute 151 of The Godfather Part 2. That's right, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Repeat after me. Okay. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Why can't you act like a man? (laughs) My voice is weak. What's What's the real word? Cento. Cento cinquantuno. Cento cinquantuno. Yeah, you got it. Close enough. Yeah. Mumbled yeah, no. it a bit there in the middle. Oh, you but... Yeah, you got it. We understood. Okay, good. Yeah. If you were ordering 151 cannolis in the town of Corleone, you would have gotten 151 cannolis. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Forget <laughs> about it. Uh, also, before we begin, before we begin the uh, meat of the episode, I want to remind people to check out my website, alexrobinson.fun. There you can find my graphic novels and uh, links to my other podcasts I do and to my merch store. So you can get my artwork on prints, t-shirts, etc. Excellent. And thanks to all of you that have been frequenting my music websites, the Underdog Night Soldiers. Great tunes, great times. <laughs> all right, that out of the way. Well, give us the summary for the minute, Alex. Here's what happens in minute 151. <laughs> Floppy Fredo Corleone reveals how he got Mike, how he got mixed up in the Hymenroth rackets. Johnny Ola convinced Fredo to help out the negotiations between the two rival crime families by offering his greatest wish, something in it for him. Fredo then begins complaining about how Mikey, his younger brother, was taking care of him, the older brother. Did Mike ever think about that? Huh? Did he ever once think about that? Awesome. Now we're we're in it. Floppy Fredo. (laughs) That's his garbage pail kid. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know what else in a while. Yeah, it makes him sound like a clown. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Floppy Fredo. Pam, Pam, Pam is alive. I know that. <laughs> He's got the big shoes. Maybe He's, he works on the Superman show. Oh. Because remember when he ran away from Mikey, he lost his income. He lost his livelihood. Citizenship. Yeah. Got to get a job. He, had live in, he was living in Havana the past two months. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to know what job he, was, he, he was got. He was a cracker boy, they called him. Because oh. he, he would be the one who brings up the cracker. Brings it, cleans it up later. <laughs> He's a crock cracker caddy <laughs> oh nice <laughs> floppy fredo corleone cracker caddy <laughs> call the cracker caddy send fredo corleone to sweep up the broken cracker send fredo corleone to clean it up, <laughs> clean it up. wow we should just dive right in you yeah, ready did you transcribe this minute as well i did All i right. trent that's how hard let's i work for our t- listeners let's break it down Let's break it down. Fredo opens it up and says, Johnny, Johnny Ola bumped into me in Beverly Hills. He said that he wanted to talk. He said that you and Roth were in on a big deal together and there was something in it for me if I could help him out. He said that you were being tough on the negotiations, but if they could get a little help and close the deal fast... It would, be, it would be good for the family. 
All right. Let's pause. A yeah. lot there. A lot it's a there. A lot of Confredo dialogue. A lot of information. It was a very dense sentence. I and I, I spoke that I spoke it a lot faster than he did. Yeah, he, he was distraught and yeah, so, pains to reveal all that. So Johnny Ola bumps into him at Beverly Hills. Yeah. Air quotes bumped into. Him. Yes, let's <laughs> just say around Beverly Hills. <laughs> That's true. They're really in Mo Green's old casino. Confredo <laughs> yeah, doesn't even know. It really wasn't. Maybe it was Havana. Maybe it was the day before. The, uh, that he met him at the airport. Yeah. Right? On the right. way on the flight out. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Johnny told me it was Beverly Hills. I'm not, so, no, not so sure now. Uh, why, right, so what do you think? He bumps into him. Well, I've been from some information here on Beverly Hills. Yeah, talk to Beverly um, Hills is a mystery to me. Is it? I just know it's a very wealthy town. Is there is there anything more to know about it? Well, it started off as a suburb of L.A. It is its own. It's not part of L.A. It's its own mm. distinctive uh, city. Uh, it started off in 1900 when an oil company owned the land there, and then uh, they're like, "There's no, there's no oil under here," and so they sold the land in 1906, and the de- land was developed as Beverly Farms. Mm. Oh no, it was named Beverly Hills after Beverly Farms. Beverly Farms was a uh, like resort that President Taft would go to, so they're like, they're trying to name it after like a, another famous resort that oh, was already already existing. Okay, all right. Um, they're trying to piggyback on the success of that other one. Exactly. They call that a piggyback name. Setting <laughs> setting a Hollywood tradition of. Uh, unfortunately, uh, no Jews, no non-whites allowed to live in Beverly Hills. Mm. Um, it really got a big boost in the 1920s when uh, Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks moved there. They were the big movie star. They were the Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman of their day. Mm, okay. And uh, they attracted a lot more celebrities to go live out in Beverly Hills. Hmm. In the 1940s, uh, minorities started to sue and say, hey, we want to live in Beverly Hills, too. We want to live in all that place where everyone hates us. <laughs> and uh, 1948, they had to start letting in... Um, you know, everyone. Yeah, wow. They couldn't discriminate. And yeah, of course, right. this is, this is uh, still pre-Civil Rights era. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hillbillies, Beverly Hills 90210, Beverly Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This one surprised me. Remember Andy Griffith? Mm-hmm. You know the opening of Andy and yeah. Opie walking with the, yeah. the whistling? That scene was shot in Beverly Hills. Oh, it was shot in Beverly <laughs> yeah, Hills. Yeah, that one scene. Yeah, you wouldn't think so, given oh, the whole yeah. rustic of heel. Of the well, show. it used to be Beverly Farms. That's true, yeah. So, <laughs> Andy Griffith, a little shout out to its past. So there you go, back oh. to... Um, we'll get back to... Have the, you ever been to Beverly Hills, Alex? I've driven through it. Oh. I don't... Well, I keep might. on driving because you can't afford uh, anything else there, anything other than driving through it. I think I might have. I did pass by the iconic, you know, that sign where you see Beverly Hills, and then there's like a row of pa- you're driving this palm tree. Oh yeah, so that was That's very. Right. Uh, you know, you're like I'm like in a movie. <laughs> so, um, do you think Beverly Hills is is the city in the country that is most representative of wealth? Is most most used to represent wealth? Hmm. Probably in conjunction with fame. Yeah, I would say. I guess I would say so. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, these days, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's in so many movies, and it yeah. just seems that if you mention Beverly Hills, it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Uh, there's an opera singer named Beverly Sills. Huh. If she was, she's dead now. But um, mm-hmm. 
And I thought that I looked it up and that's not her real name. Her real name was something else entirely. And I thought it was funny that an opera singer would go for a pun name like Beverly Sills. It sounds yeah. so like this. It's only like that's like a drag queen name. What or, uh, era did the opera singer live in? Uh, this is probably like in the 40s and 50s. Oh, so, and it was clearly a parody of Beverly Hills. Well, Beverly Hills was established by then as a fancy. Yeah. As a so, fancy so her place. name, she purposely gave, you think gave herself a name that was. I don't know if she's the one who came up with it or an agent who's like, oh, you you, you could be a big star, but yeah. you got this Beverly Rabinowitz stuff. It's not going to play. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so. Huh. Anyway, it worked for yeah, her, this, I guess. That, this Bartholomew Rabinowitz <laughs> stuff isn't going to work, kid. <laughs> Maybe back why then. Not just, why not just call yourself Beverly Hills? Yeah, I guess so. Then you sound like a stripper. If you do. <laughs> well, I don't know, in the 40s? Yeah, or like a you know a burlesque performer or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly it worked. Maybe back then the novelty of using a pun name based mm. on a location was, was, was yeah. still seen as classy and stuff. Yeah. There you go. But yes, back to Johnny Ola bumping into each other. Probably at a party in Beverly Hills. If you were going to be an opera singer, sorry, I'm not done with that. If you were okay, going to be an sorry. opera singer, what would you change? make your stage name? In honor of Benny Benny Hill, in honor of Beverly Hill Sills, I feel like I should come up with a pun kind of name for, uh, you know, my my opera name. All oh. opera singers' names should be. It's like almost like a garbage pail, kid, except you're using a famous place as your. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should be. You should be. Nashville tenor C. Oh, because I sing in a C note. And and you're a tenor. Oh, I like Nashville, that. Nashville yeah. tenor C. <laughs> Although I don't like the C note, though. Wait, when I just did that, was I doing Frankie or was I doing uh, Fanucci? <laughs> I think you meant to do Frankie, but it's very close. Right? <laughs> yeah. They look like each other. They both have raspy voices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny Aiello ruined The Godfather Part 2. Well, who did? Danny Aiello. <laughs> by saying Michael Corleone says hello. He created all these ripples and the time-space continuum. Yeah, uh, so what else? You, anything else about Beverly Hills? No, just uh, do you think, uh, what was he doing out there? Just partying? Yeah, you think he just was Fredo? You mean? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess Vegas to L.A. is a very short, uh, yeah. short. You know, it's a five-hour yeah. drive. Although I do wonder, Beverly Hills, and because this is the late fifties, now we're in nineteen sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just wondering what it was like back then. If it's yeah. changed much, still a really nice. But I always, I keep forgetting it. The Corleones are wealthy. Oh yeah, totally. they're loaded. They have a compound on Lake Tahoe. Yeah, yeah. So they don't need to. They own the Capri. Well. No, they own shares in the hotel, <laughs> but not a controlling interest. <laughs> he also owns stock in Motel 6 and the Super 8. <laughs> you should have said, like, cheap, cheap, cheap hotels. <laughs> I also own 10% shares in the Lake Tahoe Howard Johnson's. <laughs> Just in that one. <laughs> yeah. I work nights there. All right. Uh, so yeah. well, he says... Fredo says they wanted him to get involved because uh, Mikey was being tough in the negotiations. Yeah. What um, negotiations do you think these were? Yeah. He said he said that you and Roth were in a big deal together. Yeah. And that and that there was something, if in it for me, if I could get 
help could help out. He said that you were being tough on the negotiations. Was this have to do with his the Vegas yeah, plan? Must be the yeah. Well, Mo Green is dead. Yeah, and so I'm assuming Mikey is already established in Vegas. So this is more deals with with Roth. Yeah, and, and the, and, the Cuba. And then none of this needs to be true. This is just what Johnny Ola had to sell Fredo. And that doesn't even need to be true. This is just what Fredo is saying Johnny Ola told him. Yeah. So there's yeah. multiple levels That's of possible true. deception. I feel like, we talked about this last week. I feel like Fredo is being honest. With this part? Yeah. So I feel we, like he's not lying. He's just he's just showing his whole hand. Everything that was happened. It's just what he wants you to think. Yeah. For, oh, you think <laughs> you think he's that clever? I, well, I just realized it was Fredo. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it will be interesting in a few podcast minutes when he fakes his own death with Al. Uh-huh. Brilliant. <laughs> Is it a coincidence that the person who was in charge when Pop got shot was Fredo? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Someone tries to shoot tries someone tries to shoot Mikey. I mean let's look at it. He does have the best gig yeah. in all, in both movies. Yeah. He just, he picks someone up at the airport every now and then he has no responsibility and he gets all the benefits the born problem, into loy- royalty the problem is it's all in his head it's pride oh yeah yeah what did you say this was several minutes ago that he 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 got what he needed but he didn't get what he wanted that's when you get into trouble when you don't get what when you, you get want. what you want but not what you need I don't think Fredo got either he well, he was getting what he needed, right? What? Well, then maybe that's the same thing. What you need and what you want. I feel like this is something our grandmother would have said that we would have <laughs> well, been confused Well, in Fredo's about. case, I don't think what he wants is the best thing for him. He wants to be the boss. He wants yeah. to be in charge. Oh. And he's just not smart enough to do it. So yeah. what he needs is to yeah, accept his, be aware of his limitations and do something that's going to play to his strength rather than thinking he can run the whole family. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what I would say. Yeah. Mikey gets what he... Hmm. I guess it depends what you need. and If you yeah. get it or you... Or sorry, what you want. Because if it's good and you get it, then great. But if you want something that's not good, like Fredo... Yeah. And you don't... And you... Getting what you want is only good if you are also getting what you need. Yes. So you can get what you want without getting Now you finally sound like me. (laughs) Finally, my wisdom's rubbing off on you, Fredo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so the negotiations. Yeah. We're assuming this had to do with um, the... Johnny Ola probably just created some kind... He probably did it as a goof. He probably didn't even expect Fredo to fall. Oh they were just playing God, cards. He's so like, funny. he's like, you know what? You should tell you should tell Mikey that, uh, yeah, Roth wants to practically give him this extra Havana <laughs> Casino, but he won't take it. We know, do know Johnny tends to shoot his mouth off, like yeah. giving the Rosado brothers the go That's ahead. Right. And so uh, <laughs> he does get him into a lot of uh, a lot of situations. Uh, so it never That'd be occurred great to Johnny me when- uh, if Danny Aiello had said. Uh, Hyman Roth told Johnny Ola to tell me that Michael Corleone says hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it would be Mikey told Hyman Roth oh, to yeah. tell Johnny Ola to tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would truly be the name of this episode if it weren't so long. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Corleone told Hyman Roth to tell Johnny Ola to tell me that he says hello. <laughs> like, Oh, Hyman Ross says hello? 
Oh, man. Well, it never occurred to me when Fredo was like, I, don't, I didn't know it was going to be a hit, Mikey, that he was talking about the Turk and Pop when he said that. <laughs> oh, he, he, he thinks Mikey's mad at yeah. him for, for betraying Pop way yeah. back when. Oh, he's so far behind. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how long a game Hyman Roth and Johnny Ola were playing. Oh, because they got to him, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago. There should have been the scene, you know, those flashbacks where they showed, like, teenage Hyman Roth talking to, like, three-year-old uh, Fredo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In, like, the background of one of the scenes is, you know, like, Fredo just staring up at him. He's all laying back in the chair, in the crib. He's all laying back in the same pose as the... Of course, he's got all Disney, like, baby clothes and cradle on. <laughs> oh dear so oh um, i can't wait to have ai do that by the way <laughs> create all that artwork and whole comic book and alternate scenes so the follow-up question is mm-hmm. the negotiations and he says oh johnny johnny said maybe i can help and you know help what did, what is fredo how is Fredo helping negotiate? What well, did they? What did Fredo do that he was like? This will help with the negotiations. Well, we talked about that last week. We're not exactly sure what he was instructed to do. These are the options. Yeah. We think open the gate. Yeah, open the goddamn gate. <laughs> <laughs> and or open the curtains in Mikey and Kay's bedroom so that they have a clear Fredo shot. Being like, oh, Mr. Roth told me if I open these curtains, it'll help the family. <laughs> It's all I gotta do. It's so easy. In it for me, (laughs) and the Capri's all mine. (laughs) Yeah, his sights would be so low. It would be like (laughs) then I get that restaurant that he's trying to sell me. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yeah, I was gonna name it Paulie's. He's a good kid. Yeah. So the question is, well, we don't know if the negotiations were real. You said that you were being tough on the negotiations. Yeah, I. This has got to just be all made up. My question is, did Johnny Ola, or sorry, did Hyman Roth give specific instructions to Johnny Ola, tell him what to say, or did Johnny Ola have carte blanche to try to corrupt Fredo? We don't even know if Hyman Roth knows that Fredo is involved in this. We don't know. Because we don't know what he did. I don't even think it was Johnny Ola that bumped into Fredo in Beverly Hills. (laughs) It was Tatalia Ola. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of of, of layers here. And unfortunately, there's no... The secrets died with him. There was an alternate screenplay. but But there are no alternate scenes, so there's no... You know, a scene showing how yeah, they... Well, I, they couldn't show, like, Fredo opening the curtains at the beginning. Yeah. And there's none of this is in Godfather, in the book. Yeah, this is all just made up. So the is there no yet. other... Sources? Document in the... Yeah, sources in the legitimate... As to what, universal. how Fredo helped? Yeah. You know, that's a how good question. How this whole thing went down? Put that down as a we ask, we okay. answer. Because I'd right. like to try to maybe investigate one of the novels and see if they got into any more specifics. Yeah. Yeah, we know how the novels like to sometimes. That's sometimes, sometimes that's what they have going for them is yeah, providing they, a little bit more. They can go give it, and they're different than the movie, so it's you know. Yeah, easy. that's right. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, what so, did they offer Fredo? Yeah, something in it for him. Do you I think heard, they specified, or did, did they keep it vague like that? I heard an intriguing theory, which is that uh, with when Mikey, if the assassination had worked, 
then Hyman Roth would have basically... Uh, I don't know how Hyman Roth would have the power to do this, but basically Fredo would be the puppet godfather of the Corleone family answering to Hyman Roth. Oh. So it would be kind of a nice dark irony if they're like, don't worry, Fredo, there's something in it for you. And then it turns oh. out it's the whole thing because I killed your whole family. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't kill the whole family. Oh, so well, he's like, I, kill, he, you know, I killed Michael, so now you get what he had. And he's like, oh, Mike. like he didn't. It's like a Twilight Zone. He, where he, oh. he didn't realize that he was gonna, the price was going to be killing yeah, his brother. that's so. right. Wow, that's cool. So I know that would yeah. be funny though, Fredo. It was unspecified. Don't worry, Fredo. At the end of this, there'll be something in it for you. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Why doesn't he say it at this point? It probably he probably realized it sounds so stupid now. I know. <laughs> Mikey, they, they promised that. that'd be great, if Mikey Preston. What did they promise you, yeah. Fredo? There's something in for me. It's it's not important now, Mikey. <laughs> they, they have Pantangeli. Did I tell you that already? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna laugh. Promise me you won't yeah. laugh. I tell you. They said I could have my own fleet of airport shuttles. <laughs> I wouldn't have to pick anyone up anymore. <laughs> so so simple. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they offered him? Anything come to mind? <sighs> the candy store that Rags used to oh, work at. Oh, he gets uh, Carlos territory. It's <laughs> <laughs> so old. It's like. <laughs> Carl's territory. I assume that came under the control of, uh, well, Joey Zaza, maybe. Oh, yeah, at that point. Because he kind of took over all yeah. the, the ground operations for the. He could have been Joey Zaza. Oh, man. I could have been Joey Zaza. <laughs> I did watch GF3 was on the other day. Oh, yeah? I, you got to watch a little of it when it's on. Which part and, did you uh, see? It was, it was some of the best scenes. It was, it was the Las, uh, the Atlantic City scene. Oh, yeah. Where jo- Joey Zaza gets publicly kind of humiliated by Mikey. Yeah. And then Johnny... They treat him like a, a dog. Yeah, that's right. If you if you do not give, I will take. <laughs> he storms out of there. <laughs> Joe Montaigne. He was in the last Don. Yeah, he was. We got to do Godfather 3, Alex. <laughs> We got him. Got him. <laughs> yeah, so I I think to answer all these questions, I think they were very vague with Fredo. I think they made it up on the spot, and they they just played him. They knew that he was wasted. It didn't take much. Oh, yeah, just open the curtains. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a snapshot of him for his birthday. It's not even his birthday. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I I can't see how Hyman Roth could resist being like. And so it'll be curtains for Michael Corleone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go to commercial. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Speaking of commercials, should we take a, a quick break? What would be the Godfather commercial for this minute? Huh. Recliners. Oh, the furniture. The furniture. Yeah, we haven't yeah. talked much about the furniture. <laughs> Fredo is in this look really comfortable looking Yeah. retro... Kind of, it's like an easy boy, but it's much less material. Yeah, it's like an with it's like an Eames chair. There's a chair called an Eames chair mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, psychiatrists use it a lot. That's like it's a like a common, comfortable, yeah, like you get recliner. The yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, weird coincidence? Coincidence? Question mark. You know, I always like to see what's going on at GF one at the same time. Oh, yeah. Do you want to guess what's going on in this oh. minute? <laughs> I think it's Pop's funeral. Mm, you're very close. You're a little early. A little early. So they're wrapping up the... Me- no. 
Oh, San- no, Santino's long dead. Yeah. Mikey's already back. Is he wrapping up the meeting with the, the couple regimes and Don Corleone, Sr., and Tom? It's- I, I never thought you were bad, Don. Uh, again, close. You're you're circling it. It's oh. the end of the garden conversation. Oh, okay. Between Mikey yeah. and uh, so the weird coincidence is that when they when they finish talking, he's like, "Oh, don't forget to do this." And he's like, "All right, Pop." I took and care of it, Pop. Mikey leans back in his chair and he's almost like in the same position that Fredo oh. is, but the opposite. You know, he's he's on the other side of the screen and his oh, head wow. is so it's weird it's a weird coincidence because I don't think thematically they're not nah. they're not connected no. I mean it's uh Mikey's on his way up whereas Fredo's on his way down yeah I yeah. mean they are both deferential to their higher person but Mikey's yeah. in a much more confident position oh my gosh I just realized what? I was saying last minute how I love the the, <clears throat> the shots Mikey's standing up against the glass Fredo's practically lying down yeah as if he's in a coffin. Oh, you think he's a ghost? I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think that kind of stuff is coincidence. Those very clear symbols. Oh yeah, like definitely. Like the blocking, standing, the, looking yeah. out into a frozen, almost frozen Lake Tahoe. Right. Winter represents death. Fredo is horizontal in a very yeah. dark room. It almost feels like a wake. The room from which he will be watching the actual murder yeah. happen. Oh my gosh! Wow. Uh, even the scene where Fredo starts to get mad. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's something in the when he's saying, like, did it ever occur yeah. to you, your older brother? Yeah. He can barely get out of the chair. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's he's still, like, like, reclining, even though he's all yelling. He doesn't yeah. stand up and get in his face or anything. Yeah. He just, he's literally just, like, as limp as he could possibly be. Yeah. That's oh, a good gosh. That's a good observation, though, yeah. about, uh, you know, death. But if they could, if they could get a little help and close the deal fast, it would be good for the family. Yes. Yeah. And you believe that story? You believe that? And then Fredo says, he said there was something in it for me. Something. On my own. <laughs> that is so great. Is that Mike, how it ends? Is that the last no, no, line? No, and then, uh, and then Mike says, I've always taken, oh, this oh, right. keeps going. I've always taken yeah. care of you, Fredo. Taken care of me? You're my kid brother. You take care of me? Did you ever think about that? Did you ever <laughs> once think about that? Set Fredo off to do this. End minute. Oh, that's dramatic. Great. Oh, so good. (laughs) Joe, once think about that. Do you think Mikey ever thought about that? Well, sorry, there's uh, nothing in it for you because the paywalls are coming down. Good news is, there's something in it for you. If you go to godfatherminute.com slash support, you'll help speed up the negotiations and get tons of bonus content. Alex, have you ever gone over to that bonus content? Have you ever gone over once for that? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know.